0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Inner Alchemy Conversations. My name is Dapa. I'm a trauma-informed transformational life coach, shadow work facilitator, and I am here to address with you something that has been very, very present in my DMs, in the, the messages that I'm receiving, the email that I'm receiving. We are navigating, we are navigating unprecedented times, and how do you remain grounded? In these times, how do you actually remain here, fully here, grounded and in your power with everything that has been happening collectively? I tend to refer to it as a collective shit show. How do you do that? You know, so I'm imagining that so many things, um, so many ideas are already popping in your In your mind, but I would really like to step by step go through this and deconstruct a lot of the, of a lot of what has been happening and understanding it on a different level, a different perspective and also understanding yourself even better and understanding actually what being grounded, at least in my opinion, truly means and how you can practice remaining in your body. Get staying in touch with your soul, feeling like you have access to the potency of your heart as you are navigating what we are experiencing collectively. So the the very first thing that I would like to say is acknowledging how groundbreaking a lot of what we've been navigating over the last two years plus now has been for many people. You know, the isolation, the frustration, the restriction, the polarizations because of um, either the pandemic, politics, everything, families being disrupted because of differences in point of views. Um, all of that has the ability to get people to remain in fight of like over an ex- extended period of time a ridiculously long period of time and for those of you who are already attuned to this you know that we are not designed to uphold stress for a ridiculously long amount of time so it comes with a cost and when we start holding on to stress for a long amount of time it starts taxing the body it starts taxing sometimes even our health It really starts taxing our energy. It starts taxing our ability to be here, to be open, to be curious, to be compassionate. Because when we tend to navigate stressful situations, which is what we've been going through, has been, we tend to bring up all of our defense mechanisms. So you've probably noticed people being a little bit more on edge. You've probably noticed people being a little bit more defensive, self-righteous. Um, identifying with ideology at times, identifying so strongly to their beliefs that every opinion that challenges sometimes the beliefs, um, is received, received as an attack. So this is the climate. This is really what has been going on. I don't know about you, but this is what I've been seeing in my own personal life and around me. So how do you actually begin to, um, navigate all of that. I want to say first it makes sense. If you've been if you've been feeling that you're less grounded, you're less present, you're less in touch with your own spirit at times, it really just makes sense. And that's the first thing that I would like to say. It makes sense that naturally we want to default to escapism. We want to default to living outside of the body. We want to default to our coping mechanisms that are not necessarily The best ones. We want to default to all these, um, I want to say, tactics that we use to protect ourselves. And I'm inviting you to even reflect right now. What are some of yours? Many people that I know, it's self-isolating. But self-isolating not because of the restrictions that are out there, but because this is their protection mechanism. They are pushing people away. What is it for you? How do you respond to intense uh, stress? And I really just want to say here, if you've been beating yourself up for that, it is about time that you consider giving yourself a break. It is about time that you just consider beating yourself a break. There is something that has been happening, which is an upleveling, collective upleveling. Intense stress is also asking for a deeper capacity to hold circumstances of life without disconnecting from your life. Because very often, people would tend to cope through disconnecting from their power. And now we are invited to upgrade the definition of safety, upgrade the definition of survival, upgrade the way we are navigating life in a more empowered way, even in the face of intense polarization, even in the face of intense stress so I, I would really like to start with um giving some sort of like brighter purpose to what has been having happening collectively we are invited in my opinion to awaken within the big madness we are invited to awaken In the madness, we are basically invited to descend, and I often do this move, descend our light even more, meaning deepen our capacity to hold our own power, our own light. That, in my opinion, is one of the biggest invitations of our time. One of the biggest invitations of our time. And this is where I would really like to go. So I would like to first, in my opinion, higher understanding, just a higher understanding of what has been happening can begin to give you permission to be like, okay, I get it. It's okay to be here a little bit more. And that's what I would like to anchor. So um, I want to define groundedness. What does it even mean to be grounded? Um, is it um, just going out there and having your feet on the floor? That is one way to be grounded, to practice that. But I'd like to define ground, uh, being grounded in this way. Choosing to be fully here as best you can. Connected to your body. Connected to your spirit. Fully being in touch with reality. Being in touch with reality without being disconnected from your soul. It is as if you are inviting more and more of your spirit right here, right now. It's, in my opinion, a state of merging between human and soul, consciously. It's as if you are bringing more of your compassionate awareness. Presence, in my opinion, is one of the biggest attributes of groundedness. Fully present. Not just present from the mind. Not just present from the chatter. Not just present but from the ego, not just present from our escapism, present, emotionally present as well, in touch with the emotional potency that you're carrying, in touch with all of this. That, in my opinion, is beginning to really welcome the full extent of what it means to be grounded right here, right now, available for all of who you are. And this is really a keyword available for all of who you are. And this is, in my opinion, what grounded presence looks like. And when you begin to embrace groundedness in that fashion, available to all of who you are, meaning your human self, your divine self, right here, right now, giving yourself permission to be here a little bit more fully, connected to the earth, And connected to the ethers, all at once. That's the way I'm perceiving groundedness. And when you embrace first this knowingness, really check to see, how is it sitting within myself? How is it sitting within myself to embrace the definition of groundedness in this fashion? It is not just having your feet planted in the earth. Or it's not just going out there and touching the trees. This is a practice, but the experience of groundedness goes way beyond that. It's an invocation, almost, of your spirit in all of that you are. An expansion of your own consciousness right here, right now, choosing to be here, knowing you're meant to be here, knowing that you're here by design, here, in this now moment. In my opinion, that's the highest definition of groundedness. And when you embrace that definition of groundedness, now, the obvious question is, let me, first, having a sense of a bigger picture. A bigger picture. If I embrace this definition of groundedness, how does it sit with everything that has been unfolding collectively? The way I like to relate to what has been happening what is ongoing collectively at the moment you know with everything political um even ideological transformation consciousness expansion i tend to see it as collective alchemy it's a collective alchemy that is happening in my opinion what do i mean by alchemy here we get to witness aspects of human consciousness that were and engaged in a darker expression of consciousness, and we get to illuminate it with light. Paradigms of control, paradigms of oppression, paradigms of hatred, literally, are things that we are beginning to illuminate, so that we can embrace and ground more of our light as if the the uh, as if it's a tree that is deepening its roots so that it may elevate itself a lot higher in my opinion this is what we've been navigating so there's collective alchemy and w- when we actually bring up this term collective alchemy it's telling you something And the shadows that we are facing without obsessively you know, focusing on them without just ruminating all of them. There is It is more than necessary to bring your compassionate presence in this place, allowing yourself to have your heart available, the potency of your heart available, an open heart as you are facing and witnessing all of what has been happening. It gives you this higher understanding of what is happening you see, when we, when we often see shadows roaring outside and we are consumed with fear, we don't allow ourselves to be really grounded. But when you choose to witness fear and to remain connected to your heart and to your spirit, there is alchemy that begins to happen. Because that alchemy happens in the heart, in my opinion. The potent energy of your heart is actually what creates deeper alchemy. And allowing yourself to see things from this perspective that none of what is happening collectively at the moment is necessarily coming with the intent to hurt you. But that is a full, um, unfolding so that you may empower yourself through summoning more of your light, more of your power. In this now moment. So this is something that is also important to embrace. Understanding that you would, un- that a brighter light is being anchored. And because a brighter light is being anchored, you now become capable of seeing more of the shadows that were already here. Just this knowingness can allow you to feel a little bit more in touch with your body, to feel a little bit more grounded, to feel a little bit more present. And I'm inviting you to see how all of this fits with you. You're going to find out that it may even activate some parts within you. The skeptic within you may happen to say, yeah, but it feels like it's too much. The, the victim parts within can happen to say, yes, burdening. It's a lot. I don't think I have it within me. And that is all okay. You get to meet all these parts as well with compassion. This is part of you grounding yourself. When you meet all these parts within with compassion, all the parts within you that are activated by the simple fact of witnessing collective despair, collective turmoil, the sentiment of chaos that is happening out there, the the inner illumination is also necessary. And that inner illumination is meeting all of the parts of you that are triggered activated with compassion, meeting your own pain with compassion as much as you're willing to meet your your power with compassion, your joy with compassion. And that is really part of what has been happening. And it's really important, in my opinion, to understand that very often, people that have already rejected love, and you're going to see outside sometimes, people that are capable of great evil, people that are capable of just like hurting others without feeling any kind of remorse, consciousness completely shut down. And when human beings put themselves in this situation because the darkness must exist only through rejecting light. And when these human beings are working with forces that are very, very dark. You know, you can't really expect darkness to begin to respond in enlightened ways when it's fighting for its survival. Expecting of darkness to begin to start acting in enlightened ways when it's fighting for its survival is a way to feel disappointed. Darkness only knows how to respond with more dark ways because by definition it must reject light in order to sub- in order to exist so if it's fighting for its survival it is going to cast more darkness it is going to try to cast more fear it is going to try to get to infuse your heart with fear and a heart infused with fear has very little magnetic power to create something beautiful. When the heart is infused with fear, the soul, the spirit of the human doesn't really want to be here. When the heart is infused with fear, your energy is actually harvested to create more of the potentials that deepen your fear. So there is a big shift that is happening here, allowing yourself to witness fear without losing touch with the benevolent potency of your own heart. This is part of what has been happening, in my opinion. And there is a big, huge, great, big, huge initiation that is happening collectively. And when you put that in a broader perspective and when you begin to understand that in this moment you are already equipped with every single thing that you need in order to navigate all of that, not just survive what is happening, but to navigate all of that with grace. When you begin to embrace this paradigm that you are equipped with everything in this now moment, everything you need to navigate all of this with grace and ease. And you really allow yourself to breathe into into it. It's that bringing online, that feeling of groundedness. There's never been a better time to learn how to be the observer. The observer within and also the observer without. And it doesn't mean just navigating your reality from a passive perspective and just like being the silent watcher. It means beginning to witness everything that is unfolding within you without necessarily identifying with a specific part. You can witness compassionately the victim within you without identifying with the victim. You can begin to witness your anger without making off the anger an I am, meaning I am anger or I am angry. I am experiencing that anger in this moment. I'm experiencing shame. I am going through the experience of deep sadness and deep grief. You can begin to experience things. And in order to experience and not be consumed by things, you need to really embrace the observer within you. Observing even your thoughts. Observing, observing all the reactions within, observing everything that is happening on the outside. And now it gives you permission to choose a sovereign embodied action. A sovereign embodied action. Now, something that I would like to, to bring up here, it is really important to practice accepting all of your parts. To practice accepting the empowered parts, the skeptic parts, the the, the inner child that feels that still feels some degree of wounding. To practice accepting the the parts full of shame. To practice accepting all of these parts. Powerful. Sometimes even passionately. Without necessarily creating an identification with all of these parts. And just this understanding can give you permission to be here a little bit more. A little bit more. And now if you want to move on to the practical things that you can do, of course, please lean into your tools. You know, practice connecting with the earth. Practice being out there in nature. Practice reconnecting first with your breath. All the breath work tools that you can use, somatic experiencing, those are things that bring you back in touch with your body and they bring you back here. Remember, being grounded, being here, and being available for all of who you are, being fully present and aware. It's not just being in touch with the earth, even though that is great. Being grounded is the human choosing to be here without escaping them in touch with all of who you are, or available for all of who you are. So use your tools. Connect to your tools, whether it be, if you like me, things like qigongs and moving your body and earthing, being out there, having your your feet connected with the grass, grass, with the dirt. I love it. If you wasn't, if, if, if it weren't that cold in Canada, I would be laying down completely naked for a big chunk of the day. I'm not even kidding. So I'm inviting you to really practice using your tools. And here's another big aspect of groundedness. Community. I know it may sound weird, but there's never been a better time to upgrade your tribe upgrade even your when I say your tribe here if you're in a space where you don't feel like you can connect with people around you people that you follow on social media they are part of your tribe and if you go online and you're constantly navigating spaces where you get triggered left right and center it keeps you from being grounded upgrading your tribe is upgrading the information you consume it's upgrading people who have big access to your energy. Because I'm inviting you to picture trees. They are actually connected through their roots. And I'm inviting you to think of yourself as a tree. And when you engage in community, your roots connect. Energetically, symbolically, these roots connect. It is harder to uproot A tree that is connected through its roots to other trees. It is really, really hard. So I'm inviting you to upgrade your tribe. Because these are connections that keep you here. They really keep you here. They keep you available. They keep you present. Who has access to your energy? I'm inviting you to really reflect on this. And the one last thing that I would like to finish with is I would like to give you some sort of like guided imagery, a guided imagery that you can do anywhere. Please don't do it if you're if you're driving. I'm inviting you to close your eyes just for a second. Just for a second. And to imagine that there are some energetic roots that are descending from your leg. From your feet. And they are being anchored in the earth. And I'm inviting you to slow down your breath. To even feel in touch with your breath as you're doing it. And you're feeling these roots maybe touching the core of the earth. And as you are doing that, breathing slowly, breathing deeply. Imagine now that there is some firing wiring. Look at it as a cloud of electricity in your brain. The firing wiring happening in their mental chatter. And this firing and wiring is also moving chaotically through, your, through the nerves, the big vagus nerve in your body just really chaotic. It keeps you even in your mind, in your brain. And now imagine all of that electricity going down your spine, all of it, running down your spine, through your legs and through the roots and now being diffused in the earth. And as you do that, feel your breath expanding even more. Let your belly expand as you're breathing. Coming back here in this moment. And feel this grounding, red, warm energy coming from the earth. And as it's coming up, it's relaxing your toes, your legs, your entire body. And you can even feel Some imaginative branches coming out of the top of your head as you are illuminating the tree of life within, feeling more present, more connected to dear, more available for all of who you are, more available to your own light. And that is a simple practice that you can make yours. There's never been a better time, never been a more opportune time to be connected to your body and grounded and available. And I'm inviting you to really, really, really embrace this. Thank you for listening. I'm inviting you to share it with people who might need it. And I'll see you in the next episode of In Alchemy Conversations.